Hi, welcome to the Out of the Map Podcast. Uh, this is episode 39, I believe. Uh, my name is Ben Scott. Joining me, as always, is Andy Twitty. Eat your fucking vegetables. And Connor Twitty. <laughs> I ain't doing your shit. <laughs> and uh, we ha- uh, sorry for missing last week. We uh, had life got in the way, but uh, there's a lot of craziness going on. And at the top of the show, I wanted to go ahead and get in front of it because uh, we'll be a little inconsistent with our drops in the coming weeks because I'm uh, moving to North Carolina and uh, I have to pack everything Ooh, up and I don't... Hey. Yeah, no. I'm I, as we get closer. I'm getting excited. Uh, I think I said to you, Andy, instead of uh, instead of counting the days, I'm trying to make the days count. So I'm trying not to like fat, like fast forward through all of this shit. But uh, I'm looking forward to it because uh, you know, while we'll miss a couple of the weeks coming up, uh, the next time after that, whenever that break happens, the next time we'll record an episode, we'll all be together. It's gonna be uh, crazy, yeah. Yeah, same and, environment, and the podcast is only gonna go up setup. from here. Exactly. Yeah. Quality engineering. Yeah, yeah. We actually just probably spent the last fifteen minutes kind of talking about everything that uh, we want to do, and we've got Changing. some really cool Can't stuff wait. in the works. So it's a, uh, it's gonna be a time of uh, growth and opportunity. Things are coming up, Millhouse. Yeah. Wee-wee. Exactly. But um, yeah, we'll uh, if you keep tabs on our Twitter and our Instagram, I'll start using especially the Instagram more to uh, communicate if we're taking a week off for whatever reason. Because I know consistency is really important in this YouTube, Spotify, podcast world. So uh, yeah, we'll uh, let uh, you know. Yeah, eventually it's going to be a lot easier for us to record, and so it'll uh, yeah, starting in August. Yeah, starting in August, it won't even be that long. Yeah, I, yeah. So, it really comes down to when uh, my uh, well ex girlfriend moves into her new place, and then we pack everything up, and uh, I'm able to like get all the internet turned off and still work from home. My last day of work is the 14th. So, anyway, this is an MMA podcast, so we should probably talk about other shit. But uh, thank you for listening. People beating people up. Yeah. And uh, hurting for money. Foremost, We've got to do something with that title. Yeah. It's really good. Hurting for money. What is the title? Hurting for money. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that can be like a vlog series of us. No, no I don't know. And we'll have to. F- we'll f- we'll figure something out. Maybe somebody out Bro, there can I actually just idea. take it and use this. Hurting for us money. Credit. It'll be a it'll be a okay. vlog series where somebody pays somebody pays me money to hit me with things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Steve-O. Give me twenty bucks. Yeah, give me twenty God, bucks. Like, and I want you to hit me with a with a stick. It's like I do. And I want you to hit me with a back. <laughs> Doctor said I need a backyotomy. That's right. My back is broken. Dude. Spinal. Uh, so I, just, I forget. No, I was gonna say for a real, lot before of... we really got into the conversation. Uh huh. Wanted to acknowledge because we, you had said something and Connor had said something to me about it separately, like the Corey Anderson thing, bro. Insane. Fucking insane, oh, dude. That's super I weird. I don't even it? understand, like, and, and the fact that they couldn't even really give him like 100% clarity as to why any of it happened. Yeah. Other than that, he was just like, you know, healthy now. But it's just like, yeah, crazy, bro. Yeah, cause it's fucking uh, crazy. He had like heart failure, essentially, right? Yeah, he died pretty much. That's crazy. 
they said at one point his, his heart had stopped, and I was like, "It's wild as hell, dude." That's and then, crazy. like, the crazy thing about yeah, it was, like, see, when we read the article, it said it happened in fucking February. So it was, like, right after his fight that he lost. Damn, so he's happened. been quiet yeah, this whole time. Off, you might want to explain, explain what's going on so someone doesn't know. Yeah, so apparently Corey well, Anderson it, it, had heart failure and fell. But I guess it happened while he was standing, and he, he <laughs> hit his face into gravel or rocks yeah. or something. And it, it really... It was gravel road, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it really messed his face up pretty bad. Yeah, he uh, said he had spent hours like hiking on the ground, or looking at much, land yeah. and stuff. And uh, when he got back, he they stopped for a break or whatever, and he just passed out. Man, that's wild. But, hmm. Smashed but yeah, his face and did saying... two heart surgeries. And it was like one of the doctors had said that he had a heart condition, and then none of the other doctors had said that. So he had been going to like NYU, bro, and like having like real procedures done, and all these tests ran, and they finally, they finally cleared him. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. I think that was like the that was like the best part of the article was him. The doctor goes, "Well, Mr. Anderson, I'm gonna let you go beat people up again. Beat people up again. Yeah. <laughs> Hell like, yeah. It's awesome." That's what's up. I'm ready for a Corey Anderson return. He's a great fighter. Me too, bro. I'm I'm just glad to know that he didn't die because that would have sucked so hard to like know that like he had that problem in February and then he's been completely off the grid for five months. You know? Yeah. 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 That's weird. It's good to get a, a status update and know that things are looking good. Yeah, it's like people forget about fighters and their personal lives, and like personal things actually happen to them when you think about them in a sport aspect only, you know? Yeah. That shit's real. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those weird things where like there are times where I'm like, I don't want to get too involved in these fighters' personal lives because they, all, they all deserve their privacy. Uh, and then there's other times where like I just care and when things are you're not going so well. I would like, like, it's almost like I want to know so I can hope things are better. But I guess in the Corey yeah, exactly. Anderson thing, like, we had no idea, but things kind of worked out. So it's like, yeah, no, it's like, and then knowing that everything was good is like, I feel good because, you know, I like Corey. He's one of my favorite fighters in the fucking yeah. light heavyweight division, bro. Like, he's a beast, solid yeah. dude. Yeah. Man. Well. Uh, I really uh, feel unprepared because we've because of that week off we took. But I mean, last weekend um, was uh, uh, a big main event. Uh, I forget it wasn't a numbered UFC. It was actually like free, like it was on UFC and UFC. It was a, it was a fight Plus. night. Oh, okay, it was a fight night. Uh, or it was either ESPN or it was, it was, yeah, it was, a, it was it a ESPN view. Plus. Pulling up, or, was, yeah. Whitaker versus Till was the main event, but I'm going down to the prelims right now to take a look at it to um, just sc- scroll through because, like, Tanner oh. Bowser, uh, I doubted the man. I really doubted the man, and he proved me doubted wrong. Doubted the mullet, man. Both of the, the big Can't standouts. the power of the mullet. Like, that, okay, so, I, for the sake of the listeners that don't know what I've been doing lately, uh, we uh, we take a picture of the fight card, or Connor traditionally does it. He takes a picture of the fight card, sends it to us, and we all make our picks. And uh, one week I uploaded it to Instagram, and I think I'm going to keep doing that so y'all can check out our fighter picks every Saturday uh, or Wednesday. if it's, See where we stand. Yeah, and 
pick and send us yours because we'd be down to check them out. Um, But uh, I go through now. I used to to just either not pick if I didn't have a a dog in the race or a dog in the fight or whatever. And uh, but now I'm like trying to pick, and I started going to Google and looking at like their age. Uh, their fight record, their height, their reach advantage, uh, weight, especially if they're in the heavyweight division, I'll factor weight in more because there's a wider spectrum of weight you can be. Um, and uh, um, I make my decision based off that. But there were two fighters that had fought recently that were coming back, uh, mainly uh, Kamaev, who completely like uh like basically i was like you know what they fought recently i think they're gonna lose because they fought so recently and also kamaya fought at 185 on like the wednesday like what is that like 10 days before it was 10 it was 10 days before yeah and then 10 days later fought at uh, 170 welter yeah he fought at welter the second time bro and i thought that that was going to be a factor and both fighters proved me wrong tanner bozer and kamaya proved me wrong so Sticks out of stats, folks. <laughs> yeah. My thing, yeah, we were talking about Kamai, was like, you know, I, I'm not one to follow a hype train by any means, but, like, the man's just got something behind him, bro. Like, I don't know yeah. what the fuck is going on with him, but, like, I mean, it's just Habib, but bigger yeah. in, in reality. I heard very uh, similar on a podcast. Style. Kamaev's camp, uh, Alexander Gustafsson, he trains out in Sweden. They all said that he's, like, mm-hmm. the... Uh, like like the the biggest threat that they've seen in a long time, and they're, you know, no, I, they know what they have. Yeah, I I, I agree. No, yeah. I mean it's like a he's a bad motherfucker, and you can tell like just by the way he carries himself. Yeah, and he's like, ready it's funny to go. That Conor McGregor had said things to like just maintain, you know, in the in the internet, but it's like, bro, you wouldn't want that. Like you, I have. Want it. Something I want to introduce to the podcast. You know how, like, fucking Hitler, this, uh, if a conversation goes on for long enough, just like, eventually it gets to Hitler. In the MMA community, McGregor, bro. that is McGregor. Yeah, and so I'm instituting the McGregor minute. If you bring up Conor McGregor when he's not fighting, you've got a minute <laughs> to wrap that bro, shit up. And all, it goes for all of us. First of all, <laughs> first of all. First of all I don't even need to talk about him for a minute because all I ever say is fuck that guy. Yeah, no, no, I hear you. Second of all, he never (laughs) fights. Yeah, he's retired. Talk about his fight career. Oh, he was was a two-belt champ. Yeah, if he fights, we we can talk about him. Keep that shit short, bro. But if he (laughs) he doesn't have a fight schedule. He was a two-belt champ that never defended either belt and got stripped of both. Because he fucking sucks. Yeah. But anyway, someone's gonna call me smug again. Kamayev, Kamayev, incredible. He picked that man G. up, carried him over to his corner so he could lay him down and then feed on him and get all of the information he needed. Oh my god, dude! That, the thing that like like this is the thing about him that like really tripped me out. 184 strikes, dude. Got hit twice in two fights in, in, ten, two fights in ten days, and, and he was hit twice in ten days. It's insane. Twice in ten days, bro. Was he even hit? I thought it said he. Yeah, he, the other guy he got hit twice. Two strikes. He never hit. Oh, See, okay. okay. I read the wrong. I must have read it wrong then. Because okay. I know it said the the guy he fought Saturday didn't didn't land any. I thought it said the other guy or he didn't throw any. I thought it said the other the guy, guy only no, the threw guy he two and he never hit got him, hit. No, he hit him. Mm-hmm. Did he hit, he hit him? Okay. him twice? Yeah. Okay. 
I mean, yeah, I I mean it wasn't like significant strikes, but I mean, it was like he threw two strikes. Yeah. But, or he connected with two strikes, probably. But still, yeah, sad. He's just the it first one I with. A um, lot of decisions outside of those big finishes. Um, I guess the. Uh, like, there was a heavyweight fight, the Tom Aspinall, uh, which ended pr- uh, pretty abruptly. That was the TKO. He hit him with that. Uh, I forget how he caught him, but uh, it, it was over super fast. He went to the ground, covered up, took like two punches before the ref pulled him. Oh, off. dude, he fucked that guy up. Yeah, that that was. Uh, yeah, I think then, he just he just popped awesome. him in the face. I thought I thought he just punched him in the face. Yeah. Or the, they, he like hit him in the body and then punched he, him and that dude was done. That's exactly what he like, did. Yeah, he hit him in the body, took him out, yeah. hit him with Collapsed a two piece. Him. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Folded him up real yeah. quick. Yeah. Oh, I that one. Yeah, that's young Frank Mir right there. Yeah. Ooh. That's why I keep telling him looks like Frank Mir. Um, and then Jesse Ronson beat Nicholas Dalby, and uh, impressive. Uh, that was uh, that was yeah, an that arm was bar. Quick. What was it? That was quick. Yeah. So first, it it was um it was a rear naked choke, I think. Okay. Yeah. I don't it? know if it's specified. Triangle choke. I don't remember. Um. Uh, it doesn't specify. It doesn't say. I just don't remember. That's but um yeah, it was either an armbar or a rear naked. I think it was a it was quick because he he had it was um, two minutes and forty eight seconds. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing about it is like I I remember him from you know <clears throat> previous things. Was I was like when he last fought in the UFC was what. The first time Ronson twenty fourteen, like yeah, that was like when Her, I was on the hype yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. That's when I had like gotten back into it again. Because he lost one of his first fights. Mm-hmm. Man, I was stoked, man. He came back and handled some biz. It was a good fight. Yeah. Um, also, the one after that though was the real popping one, bro. That forty-two-year-old man beats up the guy that was literally almost half of his age. That oh, Francisco awesome. Trinaldo? <clears throat> yeah. Versus so Jai Herbert. Is, versus is, Herbert. Or, yeah. Versus Ronson's first fight in the UFC was Trinaldo. Really? Mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> yep. Wow. So this man's been fighting in the UFC oh, for yeah, you know, at least... for yeah, He's been there for a while. Wow. I was saying, I mean... Just like time, like time points. So you're saying Chito Better is the same way. He's been in, he's been fighting in the UFC since 2014. That's why I had no idea. I'm so late to the party yeah. with the UFC been, that fighters like him, unfortunately, uh, I'm not familiar. Well, with. Well, the crazy, th- yeah, he was four- he's been with the UFC since 14, and the crazy thing about Chito is he's 27. I thought he was older than that, bro. I thought he Holy was in his shit. 30s. When did he start fighting? When he was 18? Yeah, like he's been <laughs> I'm, he's been professional since he was pretty 18, much. Believe, yeah. Wow. That's, That's what I was wild. saying. Like he he's been a professional since Sean O'Malley was in middle school. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> that dude. Up. That's wild. I, but dude, I will say. I mean, we're kind of like all over the place right now. But um, with that fight, and Herbert got knocked out, and um, I can't think of that guy's name. I'm sober right now, so it's kind of fucking. Trinaldo. Um, what was it? Trinaldo was a. Uh, you know, he's an OG, bro. He's an OG to the sport, and like he knew he was. He he already knew he won. He knew mm-hmm. it was a TKO, and he didn't do anything. And like Herb Dean was waiting because you know. That's I love Herb Dean right. to death, and he's the best. He's the best ref there is, bro. Herb Trinaldo the sent ref. that dude to the said. shadow realm, bro. That that bro, was the one where he like looked up, like, out. oh, oh man, yeah, that he iced him out, and like, and then like when Herb Dean didn't call the fight, you know, he hit him two more times, and fucking Dan Hardy is like, you gotta stop the fight, 
You know, I'm yeah. like, bro. If, first and foremost, just me being me. After that motherfucker said that, I'm like, all right, we can't have you on commentary anymore. He also like, can't have knows that guy and trained with him. The yeah, guy that got knocked bro. out. So he, matter. yeah, he, he, he be, like Herb Dean said, like he put a Superman on, shirt on. <laughs> you can't be acting like that on fucking on UFC. Like yeah. that's not where your your job is to commentate. Even yeah. if he's your friend, like biased is as biased is, you can't be screaming like that. Yeah, they can have that conversation off camera. Uh, yeah, and make well, that so like, correction. I mean, as made needed. a video, and like he, like he yeah. said, like he said the same thing was like at the end of the day, bro. He's like he's the only one that can make his call. You can't tell him what to do, and yeah. you can't be mad at what he does because it's his yeah. call, you know. And he makes a good case yeah. for why he let it go. Put his. Yeah, no, he he did. The guy wasn't knocked out. Like, yeah, it was. He had his hands know, up. Like he said, um, yeah, uh, like was looking at him. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he was completely cognitive. Like, he was out for a second, and that's why, you know, mm -hmm. Tronder didn't fucking hit him because he was like, you know, is Herb going to call this or not? And then when he didn't call it, he was like, all right, cool. And he hit him two times, and it was done. Like, yeah, And it was a, I, that forehead my, strike, bro. That just said had dude, CTE like, written all over it. Uh, for real. But, like, the thing about it, too, is, like, when you look at, like, the way fights go on and, like, things uh, not getting stopped... Jose got sixty unanswered shots before it got stopped. Yeah, that Joseph that Benavidez was more egregious. Joseph Benavidez was literally dead from a choke before <laughs> the fight got called because Mark Mark Goddard couldn't see that he was out. Yeah, that so was like, a bad you know, choke. I don't know. I yeah. was just like Dan Hardy, bro. Like you, you're in the UFC. Like you can't, you can't do that. You yeah. can't be screaming on air. Yeah. Getting all. Uh, Paul, I just like how, like how Paul felt. Reality TV show. Possibility, and he was just like, he was just like, hey, bro, it's a different time now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, chill. Yeah. And not only that, Max, he's to be smoked. Yeah, I was gonna say, but to be fair, in all retrospect, like the UFC nowadays is so much more put together and soft compared to what it used to be, bro. Yeah, it like, used to be more cage in the fighting beginning than it is it like oh, yeah. more mixed martial more arts sports. Yeah. It's way more life or death. They used to allow nut shots, bro. They like didn't when that they first like, started. Then they brought it in and then like, took it away. I don't, I don't, I don't think they ever allowed that. I mean, they, they no, had that, to make a rule where you couldn't throw your I mean, opponent well, out of the cage. So <laughs> they had to make a rule because they had that reason because it happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah they you know, they like, teamed up with Big John McCarthy. I was listening to him talk about uh, the nut. Like, yeah, he he made he, he made six all elbows. Yeah. yeah, he's a real one. Yeah, no, like you know they they settled on twelve to six saying, elbow like, because this guy, he was he was vying for he didn't want elbows at all, and Big John McCarthy wanted elbows, and the guy was like, no, I've seen guys break uh, ice blocks by doing that. What he, Big John McCarthy 12, called six, a twelve yeah. six elbow, and so he was like, all right, well we won't allow that one, but the rest of them are allowed, and they were like, all right, and they like let it go and just settled on that, and uh. Which that, I mean, it's completely fair because a twelve a twelve six is rough, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's no, like, gnarly. It, especially in, in an MMA aspect, you know, like if I was to hit you with a twelve six elbow, like it would hurt. But somebody who is conditioned to do that would kill you. Yeah, yeah, no, they would easily kill you. Fuck all that. But um, do we uh, we want to talk about uh, 
Alex Oliveira fucking poking that dude in the eyes and kicking him in the nuts, but otherwise outclassing him for <laughs> what is his name? Peter Sabata. So, so like, yeah. Um, that man has ten kids. Does he really? Yeah, the Brazilian cowboy has ten That's kids. That's what they were yeah. saying. They, That's they, wild. He was, or his wife is pregnant with number ten. That's wild. That's why he's. That's why he apparently he has to. He has to fight so much. Yeah, he showed up though. Yeah, he, he looked well, well, good. He normally does, man. That. I just. Well, that's like, what he's I was a good say. fighter. I, I just don't fuck with him that much. Mm. Well, my thing is, is like, he's. It's not that he's a bad fighter. He's very reckless with his actions, and he's so yeah. quick to just go into a flurry. And you know, if he doesn't get knocked out because he has a strong chin, he loses the decision because he is constantly pushing and rushing into a you know into the pocket and then getting pieced up and then not checking a kick like he should. You know, et cetera. Yeah. Um, this this go around, he looked the best he's ever looked, honestly, in my personal opinion. That yeah. was a whole new side of him. He was a lot more like he was still pretty fast paced but he was a lot more you know uh intact mm-hmm. he kept his range a lot more yeah, i mean everything about it was just impressive you know it wasn't like watching the same guy yeah it was like somebody that technically knew what he was doing but was uh making a like flaws like he was like zoning out at times or something i don't know yeah but like you know you know how when um when justin was fighting tony and they were like hey man slow it down like yeah. slow down. You're you're too into this. Like that's how I feel. Like cowboy is. Like okay, yeah. He gets too, he gets too caught up in the moment and doesn't really give a fuck about like what's gonna happen in terms of a decision because he's like I'm gonna knock this motherfucker out now. Like I got this. Like I'm ready. And then like I said, um, he won't because he has power, but he doesn't have crazy power. You know, he's just kind of like chilling. Mm-hmm. Uh, with like the mass amount of strikes rather than the volume and volume rather than power, but um yeah, yeah so like he, he'll end up losing by points and decision because he's a little reckless. Mm-hmm. You know, people will instinctually say that he's just not good because of that, and I'm like, nah, he's just not a decision fighter by any means. Like, he's not bad. Mm-hmm. Anytime I see him, I'm pulling for him. Yeah, me too. Um. Do y'all, uh, do y'all have anything to say about the uh, Paul Craig versus uh, Anti Gulov fight? I for- it was a submission win, but I forget how he did it. Um, I was about to say it was a it was a weird submission. I think. Yeah, I don't remember if it was no, like no, a triangle a... or if it was an arm bar. I know that the, the big arm bar was. Uh... Was no, 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 no. That was the one where he. That was the one where he put the guy in the submission and he tapped before he even cranked it down because he knew that oh. homie was fitting to break his shit. <laughs> if he, because of this, it was a, it was a um, it was an arm bar. I'm pretty sure it was an arm bar because like what it is is like, um, or was that Alexander Gustafson? Gustafson got caught. That was Gustafson. Yeah. Okay, that was Gustafson. Yeah, that was Gustafson. Then never mind. Yeah, but um. Guess it might have been a triangle oh, jig too, or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, but it was some kind of submission. Yeah, there were a lot of fights that night. I mean, uh, I mean, like I, I unfortunately forget about the the next one, the Carlos Barza versus uh, Marina Rodriguez, uh, which went to decision. Uh, it was kind of a. I mean, it was. A, it was a sorry. It was a triangle for Paul Craig. It was okay. It was a triangle. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. Bro, I, you know, and that kind of upset me too, because like, 
I I had was pull I like I like Carlos Esparza first of all, but I was pulling for um Marina. Martinez was that Marie Marina? That's what it says, Martinez. But um yeah, Marina. I was pulling for her, and I felt like she won. Honestly. I did too. Like I, did too. I really See, felt I, like they, I, they I robbed knew, her. I knew Carlos Esparza won. Those takedowns. Oh mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah, takedowns count she was a lot. The more the control. It, well, the, well, the thing it about just it depends is, on the judge. It depends on the judge because yeah. I didn't feel like her takedowns justified the win. But yeah. like Connor I mean, said, she had you know, most of control. You, when, when you know the judges, I mean, yeah. just, take takedowns you know. ended up mattering in the main event I mean, quite I a bit. I think. I definitely, I definitely see why it went to a split decision. Like it definitely could have went either way, but you're not really gonna get a oh. draw. Yeah, you're not gonna. So I, mean, I can see I mean, why it went. I mean, I I was going to call it Sparza, so like you know, to me, I saw it. But yeah, I mean, if you look at the total strikes too, like Carlos Sparza landed 118 strikes. Uh, uh, Rodriguez landed 91. Yeah. So like, wow. I I see you know. What yeah. was the significant strike differences though? Uh, Rodriguez outlanded her by seven. See, it was that's 30, what I'm saying. 33 like, to 40. Yeah. If you look at the percentages, then, like, the, like uh, total strikes, Carlos Barza landed 77.6%, and uh, Marina landed 705 So it's it's close, but... See, that's what it was right there. She was more accurate, yeah. too. Yeah, and even with significant that, strikes, yeah, she was huge. more accurate. That's so. huge. If and then, yeah, if you're accurate more by that much, it's... Yeah. yeah, and she had takedowns. She got five out of the nine. So, yeah. so yeah. it makes, I mean, you know, when you look at the paperwork like that, it does make sense. But at first glance. Yeah. I remember having that vibe, though, of being like, I think Marina's winning. Yeah. But also, I'm not sitting there yeah, live like scoring. She was winning. Yeah, well, well, I was I, just I trying was to winning. not lose by that as I did. So I was, you know. Yeah. And then, um, let's see. Then it's uh, Fabrizio Verdum versus Alexander Gustafson. Land, uh, Bro, so let me let me go ahead that and get you guys bro. with some shit about this. First and foremost, first and foremost, Alexander Gustafson should have kept his fat ass in retirement. <laughs> he had no idea that he needed to bring his fat, depressed ass back to the UFC, thinking that just because he has a dad bod that he can fucking fight the heavyweight division. Hell no. And let me tell you something else real quick that opened my fucking eyes very, very fast. Very, very fast. John Jones does not want to fight Francis Ngannou. John Jones would have mm. to do a lot, a lot mm -hmm. of mass building and strength training to handle that because Alexander Gustafson, bro, is a light heavyweight. And you can see the difference in his speed, but you could also see the significant difference in his power. Yeah, you could see a lot of it amount. in his movement, how the, the bouncing around was affected. He was nowhere yeah. near as light on his feet. Uh -huh. Yeah. And that's the thing for BC Verdum is very fast for a big man. Yeah. For a like big I've man, seen that exactly. man. I've, I've seen like, him leave is, the ground like, and head kick somebody. Like, yeah, no, man, I mean, he's, yeah, that's what he's, he's, he's there flat footed head kick somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And my thing is, is I feel like, you know, I was very adamant that John Jones could hold his own just because he walks around at 235. I was like, all right, he puts on 15 pounds, you know, he could do it. But like, he would have to put on, you know, 15 pounds of muscle mm -hmm. and cut weight. To make you know that yeah. he would have to get to where he walked around at two fifty, mm -hmm. you know, or right at the limit, 
or he wouldn't be able to do it. There's no way he could fight Francis at 235, and Francis weighs in at 250, 255, and 260. And blows up to 280. You know, just, <laughs> exactly. After refilling you know all his water, like yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, I'm not trying to be, like, opti- like pessimistic against John, because I'm, like, a, a, I'm a hard John Jones can't fight him anyway. Well, I mean, he ain't coming back. Won't. Probably won't, bro. Yeah. Or, or, hear me out, hear me out, because this is the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, once Stipe and DC fight, and they both retire, they'll offer John Jones that money he wants, because they It'll have be for a title. absolutely nobody to fight Francis. Well, they have nobody to fight Francis, bro. They can't keep the you can't keep the heavyweight division alive with Francis and Ganu killing everybody. Yeah, it's not fucking possible. Yeah, imagine I mean, Francis as champ, just That's decimating I mean, motherfuckers. Iron fist. Yeah. Everyone, everyone I mean, uh, I'd love it though. I'll I'll take it. <laughs> Me too, bro. Any fucking day. Yeah. I mean, she has not like the heavyweight. Day. You know, really has anything going on. Yeah. That's the point. They don't have anybody, but like Derek Lewis. If, they, if you brought if you brought dude, fuck Derek Lewis, man. All he's good for is trolling people. He sucks. Yeah. That dude got smacked the fuck up, dude. It was so embarrassing. I had like, I was a hard, I was a hard Derek Lewis guy, but he's one of the ones right there. The hype. Don't fall into the hype. Mm. My man looked like pure T shit. Against I don't who? Know who the fuck he fought, bro? What was it? Three fights back when he looked all gassed and he faked being hurt uh, and trying yeah, to uppercut yeah. him. Who the fuck was he fighting, Connor? Who was that? Junior DeSantis. Junior DeSantis. There you go. Mm. But he looked better than that. He looks better on his fucked up legs, though, man. Like you got to put that. You got to. You have to take that into consideration. I don't He's have to take shit with... into consideration. If you have the money to, to fight, you have the money to fix your legs, bro. That's that's, well, that's not, why he did. That's, that's why he came back and looks better. I mean now, but the point is, is he so had the money to do it beforehand. Apparently fighting on injuries is dumb. They... Fighting on injuries is dumb. I mean, if you listen to any of the things that they say in the wrestling, like you know the WWE documentaries and shit, the people fight on injuries because <laughs> once they get out, they lose popularity and then they don't come back. Yeah, yeah. That's why. So and like people fight through injuries. Yeah, and I mean that's how he's thinking because he's more into it for the money and the relevancy rather than his health. That's what I'm saying. I know? feel like he's turning so that around though. Book. If you follow, like not he all is, of his no, Instagram yeah, posts I, are a funny crazy videos but uh he bro, seems he to be trying to get best. healthy he's getting on it, well like not only that like he's been doing you know mad shit with like his family like their youtube channel stuff like oh, and cool. i just think it's cool that like he's you know just and like they they do like you know like random like food trial things and shit like you know just like random youtube video things you i didn't know you even had a youtube channel yeah, I didn't either. Yeah, I've watched a couple of their videos. I think it's, I just thought That's it was a pretty cool concept. You know, like I said, he'll do like a, you know, my kids are trying different flavored drinks, and one of them has like fucking, you know, Worcestershire sauce in it type shit. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like a, a card, like a like a blockade in front of them so they can't see it, but the straws are sticking out. Yeah. yeah. Just some shit like that. You know, nothing crazy. Yeah. But, gotcha. Nah. Okay. I just, uh, he, he's good, but he's not, he's not number one contender status. Maybe in, yeah. you know, five years, he'll be worthy of Francis. But I mean, even then, bro. Like, He's already just, beat Francis once. Mm. Yeah. Knocking out. Does it? Let's go. No, he went in a decision. Derek Lewis beat Francis. Yes. I don't think I watched that one. Mm, probably not. I yeah, thought I, don't I thought Stevie like was the only person that beat him, so I didn't know that. No, yeah, he beat him right that. after Stevie. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, he try, he was trying to pick him up with his fucked up back. He was trying to slam Francis still, and Francis kept running from him. Mm. 
Well, and it, Dana yeah. White even said that's why I think that's why Francis hasn't gotten his title shot because Dana White was so mad of how shitty he looked in that fight. Man, well, like, at the same you time, know, I think he deserves the he deserves the belt shot. Yeah, like, regardless, I would like, say like he's earned it now. But in in Francis's in Francis's defense, man, like to to have Stipe go in there and like lay on you for you know <laughs> the majority of your match and lose because of that. Going up against Derek Lewis, doing you know potentially the same thing because he knows you're a fucking ploy and he's trying to pick you up and slam you and lay on you. Like, yeah, I'd run too because it's like it just sucks. But now, 2020, yeah, he I just he just like wasn't getting any offense off. Like he didn't even try yeah. against Derek Lewis. It seemed. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't think I saw that one. That no, was one of those I ones watched you watched at Jim's house. Yeah, I remember. I remember it. Like I remember the f- you talking about it, but I didn't get to see that one. Yeah, Francis looked like trash. That. Well, uh, you know what we did see? Fucking Shogun versus Lil Nog, which was a fucking awesome fight. I liked watching. That was a good, like, I know that they're older fighters, but... It's it's been a trilogy, like, and they're all, they all end up being the same, like, it's such a back and forth close fight. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I was gonna say. All three of the fights, all three of them, like, every one of them, it's like, it's it's almost, like, indisputable. Like, it could have went either way, any time. Yeah. At any point yeah. in the decision, like I could I have agreed. given it to either one of them, and then even with Shogun winning, I'm mm-hmm. you know I'm not upset. I like I said yeah. it was a it was a war. Yeah, like it they was. said they were going into it for the aspect of a war, and that's what we got. And like, it really gave me like a piece of my youth, bro. Yeah, yeah. When you look at their awesome percentages, Shogun just uh, did a lot better than them, and then. Shot for yeah. two ta- or four takedowns and got two of them, so hit fifty percent on that. So it really does. When you look at the numbers, makes sense. But that was a cool fight because I've yeah, never been able to see Shogun seeing... fight. Yeah, I was... it's just sad seeing him. Uh, you know, well, not good. You didn't see him fight Anthony I mean... Smith. I don't think so. No, because like, uh, he, like he, all I know Shogun from yeah. is the UFC demo for PS3. Demo. Yeah. yeah, for like it may, that that might have been like <laughs> undisputed. Rampage, bro. Yeah. yeah. It was undisputed. Right. Too. I think see I think they fought twice in the UFC and their other fight was in Pride, I think. It was in Pride. Their first one their first one was in Pride in 2010, I want to say. And then the second one was 15 and then the third one was yeah. 20. Mm. Cuz yeah, the first fight was in, yeah, Pride, I mean, in Japan. That's, that's like, what the funny thing is is you know little nog the reason he was or well, now he's he was minotaur but it's like you know he was little nog for the longest time since his twin brother who has the exact same name mm-hmm. was a heavyweight fighter oh yeah and and he big nog? Nog, i couldn't i couldn't remember yeah so there's big and little nog and it's like i couldn't remember which one was minotaur at the time i was like is that little nog or is that big nog i had a look and i'm like Cause I honestly could not. Cause they do. They look. They're twins, and they look a lot. I mean, they they look the same. They have the same exact name. They have the same name. Look at that shit on fucking Family Feud. You sound like you're uh, in a spaceship that's about that's like out of orbit and it's cutting up. You sound like a robot. <laughs> oh, and there's Echo. I mean, I, don't know I, I picked I picked Shogun to win. Um, you know, but uh. I was sad to almost to see, you know, say a little not go out on a loss, but at least yeah. he understood, like, hey, man, you know, he's getting up there in age, and it's time for him to to retire. I love, he's not I love yeah, that, like, taking it anymore. The reality, the reality of that is Connor's like, yeah, you know, I picked Shogun, but 
Man, I hate to see my man lose. <laughs> I did. Dude. I wouldn't have been mad at either one, but like I was basing it. Shogun's yeah, still been active. I, I hadn't seen Lil yeah, Dog I mean, fight yeah, forever. In years, bro. I mean, same here. I was like, that's my thing. Is I uh, so that's why I think I Shogun. Picked, I pick I pick Lil Nog like a motherfucker too, but uh, yeah, Shogun won, and I was like, fuck yeah, I didn't care. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying I was like, I I like both, but like I I, I went off of cause Shogun like knocked some fool out not that long ago. I don't remember who the hell it was, but. Yeah, I'm not sure either. Let me see. Cause they showed like his little highlights, and it was like last year. Nope. Oh, it was Paul. He knocked out some dude on um. <sighs> Tyson Pedro. It was in 2018. Hmm. He had knocked out um on the Santos versus Tuivasa fight card, and then okay. him and Paul Craig was a good fight, and they went to a decision. They went to a, a draw. Yeah. And that's why I, I think I, I, I stuck with him over Lil Nog. Mm. Or Mantara, or whatever the fuck you want to call it, man. He keeps changing nicknames on me. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, moving on to the main event. Darren Tell versus Robert yeah, I Whittaker. I just watched this, and I watched this afternoon. Oh, you watched it this afternoon? Hell yeah. Dude, so. I passed the hell out. <laughs> yeah, eventually you stop texting, and I always figure that's when... You're out. I'm out. Yeah. yeah. When Connor's <laughs> yeah. asleep. Yeah. I, I, I saw the first round. And what's funny to me is the way it, the first round ended, when I went to sleep, the first thing I said was, Darren Till's got this in the bag. Turn my shit off and went to bed. I woke up <laughs> in the morning and saw that he lost. And I was like, well, I'll be damned. And then I saw, like, I didn't even watch, I, I didn't even read the recap, uh, just as what y'all said. I haven't seen any highlight videos because, like, y'all told me what happened. And, like, I, um, I'm, like, not upset that Darren Till lost because Robert Whitaker's a bad motherfucker. Um, the thing to him for me is, like, I was telling Connors, I'm just glad that, like, post, uh, you know, he beat Kelvin, like Connor said, too, to me, mm -hmm. but, like, I was afraid that he was never going to fully recover from getting knocked out by Jorge. Yeah. You know, like, look at look at Frankie Yeager, bro. He got knocked out by Brian Ortega, and that was the first time he'd ever been finished. And it fucking crumpled him. It crumpled him, bro. Mm. He's, not the, he's not the same. Yeah. But the, I was I afraid mean... Darren Till was going to be the same. Like, that, that finish was going to kill him. You yeah. know, mentally, and it didn't. You know, I mean, he beat Kelvin, and Kelvin's like, to me, Kelvin's on like the downward spiral because his mindset has ruined his, his mindset has ruined his career. Yeah, that's and he needs, he needs that's to fail. He to needs him. to fail to like humble himself and come back to be on top. Because like I was a hardcore Kelvin supporter, so like when he beat Kelvin, I was like, all right, you know, whatever. I, I wasn't gonna like hold myself like or hold Darren Till back on top in my mind because. Look at what happened to, to Kelvin. He got fucking submitted first round last fight he fought. Yeah. It's just like, it is what it is. You know, like yeah. he used to be like the last pick on the Ultimate Fighter, becomes the winner of the Ultimate Fighter, you know, has interim belt, and now he's like on the bottom of the totem pole again. So, like, it is what it is. Yeah. I just, I'm glad to see that he went up against Whitaker, and he, number one, he didn't get knocked out. He lost by decision. Number two, yeah. it wasn't even like it was a decision that was based on, you know, him just purely getting outclassed. There was an injury involved, yeah. and yeah. even though that's not an that excuse as to why he lost, it plays it plays a very hindering factor yeah. in his loss, and kind of like John Jones, Tiago Santos. Their percentages are super close. It was a super close super fight. Super close, yeah. Robert Whitaker got, I think, two takedowns on him. 
So all of that stuff really mm-hmm. added up. But it was super technical. They were basically any opening that the other person found, they were throwing punches. I think Whitaker just found more of them was a little busier with the leg kicks and got those takedowns and that's what squeezed out the win. But one from when I saw it earlier too, it you know, it definitely seemed like Whitaker was the more advancing aggressive fighter as well. Like mm-hmm. he always seemed like he was going forward and like you know, Till had his moments where he'd go forward but it seemed like Whitaker was a lot the lot more, you know, advancing. It always seemed fighter. like there until was on the back step, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, gotcha. I know they look at that too. It's like yeah. I mean, it was a damn good fight. I mean, it was, it, it was a great fight. I would watch them fight a couple more times. I would love to see a rematch someday. Like, if one of them held yeah. the belt. Oh, I'm sure there will if be. God forbid, Stalin mean, like lost it. I told you guys, man. And I was like, it's like, you know, I told you guys, I was like, you know, that I'd struggled to pick, you know, between the two of them. Like, I bounced back and forth, bounced back and forth. And so to, to choose, I based it off of their last fight. And yeah. I was like, all right, you know. I think with with nerves and all, you know, Darren Till was, you know, thought about backing out. I'm like, you know, he seems more confident this time. I was like, and he looked good mm-hmm. in the fight against Kelvin. So I'm like, all right, you know, and, and Whitaker got knocked out by Izzy. So I'm like, I, I don't know what kind of mindset he's going to be in. So like, that's kind of how I picked. I'm like, and, you know, my coworkers like, I sent him my, you know, my picks and he's like, Man, you should have picked the Reaper. And I'm like, he's like, you, you doubting him? I'm like, yeah. I like, and I told him the same thing. I'm like, this is why. And he texts me, you shouldn't have doubted the Reaper. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I said, yeah. I, know. <laughs> I was like, but yeah. I was like, I'll, I'll, you know, I was, st- I was, it was like the same thing. I was like, it was a good fight regardless. And it's like, wasn't gonna be upset if Darren Till lost or if, Darren, or if you know, Robert lost. Like it was just be down to who had the better night. And yeah, you know, Robert did that knee stomp apparently and. Tills like I'm gonna have to have my knee reconstructed, and I'm like, well, that sucks. Yeah, but that's part of it. Yeah. yeah. He'll like, bounce back from the injuries, though. Like... He'll be okay. Man, it was. It's... Not only that, like, um, depending on the fighter <coughs> and the tear or what it is, you know, some of those guys don't even get their knees replaced until it's a complete, like, you know, a yeah. complete tear. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't Tiago get mine Santos. when I had a partial tear. He had a partial tear in one and a full tear in the other. And then when he fought John Jones, he ended up tearing the second, you know, he tore the one and during the kick and then the one that had the partial tear, he fucked up even more. Yikes. Yeah, knee injuries are a motherfucker. I'm surprised he fought. And he fought well on it. I remember Bro, at I one of the points he, won. he went to the corner. I still think he beat John Jones. Who? We're talking about, we're talking about Darren Till or talking about Tiago Santos? I'm talking about Darren Till. Oh, my bad. I was, oh. I was and he's talking about Tiago oh, okay. Santos. Sorry about that. No, um, no when uh, Darren Till went to his corner, there was a point. I forget what round it was in. But uh, it cut to them, and he was saying something about like it hurt, like uh, it's hurting to fight on. And his coach was just like, well, "Okay, you know." I think it was between three and I think it was three and four, maybe. Uh, maybe. It was either th- between three and four or two and three, because he was like, "You've experienced pain before." He's like, "Well, yeah." He goes, yeah. And you've worked too damn hard for this. He's like, "Well, yeah." He goes, "So fight through it." Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That's right. Yeah. You got the fresher memory. You watched so the shit yeah. today. Thank you for watching it. I just watched it. <laughs> yeah. Man. Well, I was going to watch it over the weekend, but I was like, nah. Or, like, or after work on, like, you know, Monday or, or two, or Monday or Sunday after. I was like, nah, let's wait till, you know, 
Deus, I can yeah, be a little more fresh. Yeah. Well, the uh before uh well, since we're wrapping that up, I wanted to we don't have much to talk about going forward just yet cuz I don't think there's fights coming up this weekend. But we Next have it. weekend. Mm. Is it? I thought Or is it this weekend is uh Der- is uh Derek Brunson. I thought Derek Brunson was next weekend. weekend. Yeah, I think it's next weekend. But look. I was going to say we should talk about No, it's this Saturday. Is it? Hey, it is. Yeah. The first, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Well. And guess who else is on that card, Connor? My man, everybody hates Chris. Kevin Holland. Yeah, he is. <laughs> let's, uh, let's preview this. Kevin Holy shit. Okay. Well, let's look at the prelims. Ray Borg's on that card, too. Dude, Ray hey. Borg, busiest man in the UFC right now. <laughs> Either him or Ricky <laughs> Simone. Ricky Simone is training motherfuckers like crazy. What about Beetleborg is he, he got <clears throat> put back on prelims because he lost that fight, and that bums me out, bro. They put him on the main card that one time. I'm pretty sure he was on the main card that that last fight he lost. Yeah. It might have been a prelim fight. but was Ricky Simone. Yeah. Was it Ricky Simone that beat him? Mm-hmm. Bart yeah, that was, a, that was a main card fight, and he they put him back on prelims after that, and that sucks to me, man, because I like old Beetleborg. Yeah. We should get him on the show. That would be tight. Be cool. But yeah, Kevin Holland. I want to do that, bro. I'm just going to, like, no shame. I'm going to, like, start DMing UFC fighters and be like, hey, you're trying to be on the show. <laughs> you go get a block like Duncan. Slide into their DMs. <laughs> nah, bro, Duncan, Duncan was not respectable, bro. He was not respectable at all. Yeah. He told John Jones, hey, give me 10%. Hey, champ. Hey, champ. Yeah. He said, "Give me ten percent." How are you gonna tell that man to give you money? You don't even uh, know the man. Jesus you didn't even introduce okay. yourself. You didn't Holy tell shit! Him anything. You he said, "Hey, hate, bro, he Bobby, give me money." Bobby Green's fighting <coughs> again. He's fighting Lando Venata. <coughs> Remember Bobby Green's the one that had that moment with his dad. Who's Lando Venata? Yeah. I don't know who Lando yeah, is? Yeah. Dude, yes, no, I remember that. The one that brought his dad on. Yes, yeah, so Vegeta. Yeah. yeah, the Vegeta, the Goku on his side. Yeah, that's that's gonna be cool. And then Vicente Luque is fighting. He's fighting Randy Brown. That'll be cool. Joanne Calderwood's fighting. He's Fuck fight. yeah, fighting Jennifer. Yeah, yeah. there's gonna be a good card. And then you know what's gonna be exciting about all of this? What's up? It's going to be UFC. Is UFC Las Vegas? So we are going back to 25 feet. Hey, so yeah, it's yeah, gonna be those wars. Let's go. How, how do you think Derek Brunson and Edmund Shabazian's gonna go down? I think he's gonna piece that motherfucker up, dude. Who, Brunson all, or Shabazian? Hell yeah, bro. Brunson. Yeah? First and okay. foremost, North Carolina stand up. If you don't represent your boy, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I know. First I I, I like Derek Brunson, but I just Wilmington all I know him up. from is, stand up, is seeing him at the Raleigh event and then the Stylebender fight. That's all I know of him about. And so it's it, I don't have the best idea of who Derek Brunson's fighting career is. Or watch, like how watch some of his stuff. I need to. But uh, I know that Shabazian's just, apparently people are saying he's he's kind of a big deal, so it'll be cool to kind of see this fight. Nah, right he's now. clout, bro. You think he's clout? He's clout. He came he in. Train, he came with Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's clout. Okay. I mean, you see what happened to Ronda Rousey? Yeah. Yeah, I'll be ten to I'm gonna. She ain't there no more. I know. Wait, so he represents your team. He's from Wilmington. He's from Wilmington. That's what's up. That's what I'm saying, bro. I rep my boys. 
Yeah. I saw it was even cooler because when he was at the the Raleigh fights, I was like, you know, that fool just like came in and then was like, all right, I'm gonna head home <laughs> and drive back to his house. <laughs> like nothing was wrong. Oh yeah, because it's what a two and a half hour drive. From An hour. To, yeah. Not like an hour, hour and a half, dude. It's not even back. Cause you hit the interstate okay. right outside of Wilmington, and it's a straight shot there. Yeah. It's gonna be cool, man. Cause we're gonna get to do some cool shit in the future. Um, dude, I'm, I'm stoked. In terms of fights, <coughs> but before uh, I want to talk about because uh, a fight was announced today that I think will be a fun one to uh, talk about. Uh, Habib. <coughs> Nurmagomedov versus Justin Gaethje is locked in for October. Uh, hold on, twenty fourth, I think. Uh, let me scroll. Let me scroll. Let me scroll. Let me scroll. Oh shit! Where is it? Where is it? Uh, October twenty fourth. Yeah, you're right. So uh, we'll be able to watch that together, and we might do like a live, like you know, Joe Rogan does those fight companions. We may do mm-hmm. something very similar for that fight. Uh, Cause why not? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It'd be cool. Uh, but like, so. uh, how do y'all see that fight going down? I, I mean, I know we've probably talked about it before, but I think this is uh this is the big one. This is uh Do you want to know my? Do you want to know my honest answer? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're all about here. My man. honest answer. It's any man's game, bro. It really it's it does game. feel that way, doesn't it? I want Habib. I want Habib to walk out the winner. Like, it's nobody's business, bro. But now that his dad is gone, I'm not trying to say that, like, I just don't I just don't know where his head's going to be, bro. And, you, like, I know he's going to show up, but, like, I don't know if it's going to be enough now. Yeah, You know what uh, I heard I that's, that's kind of like, – it's a lot of pressure, apparently. And I, I, heard, I know this is just, like, word of mouth and shit getting spread. But I've heard that it's Habib's father's dream for Habib to retire – with a 30 and 0 record and he uh yeah and what it, ali abdelaziz said that he uh he's got he only wants to do two more fights and so it's like i want the, i want habib to be able to years ago bro to give years that pro, to fulfill that promise because you know that he probably was like yeah no, I'm gonna do yeah, it. yeah no a hundred percent but also justin gaethje is a force to be reckoned with it's gonna be so yeah, interesting so my thing is it's like I think it's going to be enticing to see if Justin Gaethje uses his all-American wrestling abilities that he's, he's never gonna used. He's going to have to. He's going to have to. Obviously. Yeah. He, like, the, the Habib's going to bring that I out. I feel like him. this is what he's been waiting for. Oh, he's going to I mean, me he's too, bro. I mean, just, yeah, you think I he's going to smash him? He's going to smash. I mean, I think, I think, I think no, Habib's going to win, bro. Like, I mean, I really do, but like, it's any man's game. Like I'm Justin Gaethje's the first opponent he is going to have that I'm not like. Yep, Habib's gonna whoop his ass yeah. immediately. Like, yeah, I think it, I said it like when he fought Connor, bro. When he fought Connor, Connor had no respect for me. Yeah, we already talked about the minute rule, and that's all he's getting. He had <laughs> no respect for me. Justin Gaethje, the McGregor minute, respect, bro. Yeah, one hundred percent has my respect. I see this going to decision. Like I think it's gonna go five rounds. That's what I think. And Habib's gonna win the decision. I think. Uh, I think it's going to go to the decision as well. Honestly. I mean, if Iaquina went to decision with Habib, I think Justin Gaethje yeah, can, truthfully, can do it. Can withstand. I think so, too. Yeah. As I told my coworker earlier, when I, when you sent us the, you know, that it was locked in, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forwarded it to him, and he was. I was like, dude, I was like, this is Habib's time. He's like, he's he's gonna get his twenty nine and new. He'll fight one more and get thirty, and then Justin can be champ. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because Justin will be a damn champ, just not right now. Yeah, just yeah. I mean, he's not gonna. Like, Habib's gonna show up. I mean, and that's what I'm saying. I just my thing is, like I said, is it. it the odds are like to me before his dad passed away. I would I would have clearly been like you know Habib's gonna show the fuck up and whoop his ass and we're gonna go home seeing the same shit we always see. But mm-hmm. now, like I said, any man's game. Yeah, for for so he's gonna win. I think, but he's still, he's, I think he's gonna be the same. Yeah, you know, if anything, he may be more fired up. He may be. Yeah, sad, that's what like, I'm saying. I think but, he'll yeah. be, my thing is at the same time, Conor. That's what his dad's gonna he, want. You, yeah, but at the same time, his dad's dead. Like you, you, you experienced that pretty, uh, pretty abruptly. Yeah, it's as gonna well. take a toll. So like, that yeah. that shit, that shit puts that puts a mental toll I mean, on anybody. If anyone has anybody, the mental yeah. fortitude to rise to I'm the just, occasion, though, I mean, I, it, it's, it's him. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's him. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely bro. not gonna be easy, regardless. Like it's not gonna yeah. be easy to fight no matter and how you know, look at it, whether it's you, you know, know in what? his head or in Justin Gaethje's in not Gaethje, a, yeah. not a slouch. Yeah. I mean, it's not yeah. gonna be. I don't think I'm gonna go. I don't think he'll finish him by no means. I, I'll be surprised if he can. If he well, my thing him, is, I, I, know, I know Justin Gaethje can't do it because Conor McGregor couldn't do it. Conor McGregor didn't knock him down. Yeah. So, the way he, there's your McGregor minute. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I see the thirtieth fight yeah, so being. He knocked him down. I see a thirtieth fight being a rematch against Gaethje. Because I, I look at the landscape for everything else. There's nothing. Like you look well, at the I rest of the lightweight division, that I think he would fight. I don't even know if it'll be a lightweight fight. The only other fight I could see him wanting to take GSP, bro. is GSP. And GSP said he won't do it because he said see, recently I he's not coming GSP back. said he wanted to do it. I I, I saw this like two it, days. Who ago. knows? It, it couldn't. It couldn't. Might not be in in UFC, man. Yeah, that's true. What if they just did a charity fight? Yeah, that's true. You know? But would that be a professional record? Fight. Still, I mean, in, I mean, in my mind, I would say yes, he's still thirty and no, but yeah, I mean, it might. I guess it wouldn't be. It it's not, not, a, it's not yeah. a promotion, but yeah, I don't know, man. GSP I, put Habib on his top three goat list, so I mean, yeah, just kind of solves the yeah. Either Dustin Poirier ranks. gets his rematch, or 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 Justin Gaethje. He's, like the fight's so fight close, they run it back I before he goes back. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think they should give it to Dan Hooker. The hammer. I think they should give it to Dan Hooker, the hangman, and really show up <laughs> to win that one, bro. So I really him. think, I really think he would show up because you know he beat a retiring Paul Felder, and um, yeah, he totally deserved a, t- a title shot. <laughs> and we know Tony Ferguson's never <laughs> going to happen. It just can't. It's ne- oh, no, it'll dude. never no, happen, dude. It's a curse if they, fight. If they gave it to Tony Ferguson. If they gave it. Tony Ferguson, Habib wouldn't retire until 2030. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. And we would be hanging my man up for 10 years on one fucking fight, yeah. and he would already know he won because Justin Gaethje smacked that bitch up, dude. Like, yeah. It's a, uh, yeah. I, I really the only option I see is of there being like if if Habib pulls out the win and he wants to do one more fight I think it'll be if if I think the first fight will be such a close decision that they'll do a rematch and that Habib will win that go out 30 and 0 hopefully uh for his father's sake and for his sake I think it would just be really cool to let Habib 
or not let, but to see Habib do that. And Achieve get, that. Because yeah. nobody could take that away from him. Like, if anybody tried to say, oh, he ran away, no. It's like he did not run nah, away. No, nah, you can't. No. Yeah. He, he earned that shit, bro. Every single that. one of them. Yeah. But uh, we're at uh, 55-minute mark. Uh, the only other thing um, uh, that I would think about talking about MMA-wise uh, would be uh, how fucking – like, I know Max Holloway – and Alexander Volkanovsky had an incredibly close Ugh. rematch. And I know that we all love Max Holloway, but we have to start respecting Alexander Volkanovsky as a champion and not make him keep having to fight Dude, Holloway. If, they make, him have, if they make him have a rematch for a trilogy for his you know, his second belt defense, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. That, that would be unprecedented, like, like, right? They're, they're holding the division up. They're holding the fucking division up for no reason. Like, yeah. There are plenty of other people who could be fighting to fight up, to fight Alexander right now. You know, I, I'm a Max Holloway guy for sure, but like, there should be at least three other people who get to try the champ before Max gets to try again. There's no reason for him to fight, for them to fight three times in a row in the last year. Yeah, even if they just not let a, not at all. Calvin Cater fight him. He's ranked number six. I know Zabit probably deserves it before anyone LSN, else. Zabit or, or Brian. Zabit, Brian Ortega. Ortega. Should go first. Korean Zombie. I mean, I don't care. Anybody. Literally yeah. anybody. Nah, Korean Zombie needs to catch his hands by T-City first. I mean, obviously he I does. Guess but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, yeah. Could be, they could be number one contender. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, T-City, yeah. Korean Zombie could fight number one contender to fight the belt. Yeah. Yeah, I see either for I Alex I next. I, I don't think they want Zabit to fight him, honestly. Yeah. I think Zabit would fuck him up. Yeah. Oh, Zabit would destroy him. Yeah. I just Zabit man, destroys a lot of people, though. If, I feel if, like the if, only reason that they're giving Holloway the third match is because the second one was so close, and yeah. you know, Dana asked all the, the press guys, like, well, who thought Volkanovski won, and nobody said they thought he won. Like so, I'm wondering if you know somebody on on UFC higher up said the same thing. Well, we thought Max won, and, and you know. Yeah, like it was just like they. Like and it's they like well, we need like, to have they a. They can't strip him. Yeah, it's like they don't want to over. They can't yeah. overturn the decision, so they have to make him. And I hope this time, if they do fight again, and he wants to run, if you know the the shit talk that was being talked, like. He better back it up. He better finish Max this time. So that's why I said I'm gonna knock let's, Max out this time. Let's let's look at the hit percentages. Volkanovski landed more strikes uh, and significant strikes. Got three takedowns out of nine, where Max Holloway didn't shoot for any. Uh, percentage wise, I'll go Volkanovski and then Max Holloway. So total strikes: fifty point five for Volkanovski, forty point one for Max Holloway. Uh, Significant strikes, 50.4 for Volkanovski, 38.1 for Max Holloway. Uh, takedown. Yeah, so he won. Yeah, yeah. Volkanovski won, clearly. I mean, it, it didn't seem that way when you're watching it because there's, like, the tone yeah, of the fight. Numbers, but, yeah. but when you look at the Statistically numbers. Statistically like, speaking, he won. Yeah, no, yeah. What, that was my thing is when I read the stats, I was like, all right, you know, I got it. I hadn't even read the stats. Really... the first I heard the stats. They gotta put some respect on his name, man. I, I like Volkanovski a lot. That's what I was saying, bro. 
And I do too, and I'm tired of seeing I mean, at least play Max. It, I like Max in a way, a I guess this will, no this will give him the the chance the respect. to make people respect him. Yeah, and there's not like there's not fight yeah, options like, out there for Max too. You know what I mean? No, well, you just named like five people. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of options. It's just. Uh, and see, that's the thing. Is like, he, I think Max is like, I don't, I don't know if they don't just don't know what to do with him, because he since he was champ for so long and was such a dominant champ. Like, well, we don't want to just. I feel like UFC does that with some of those guys that like they don't want to force them to move up. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, what do we do with him? It's like, oh, let's give him a belt shot. Fuck it. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like even though he, you know, he clearly lost. You know, statistically wise, you know, he lost that fight, the last fight. Yeah. It's like you know, so now all of a sudden, why he get another rematch? Because it was it was it looked close. I mean, if it's number wise, if it's that one side, then you know, Volkanovski beat him by quite a bit. If they, that's the numbers, like, I don't, yeah, I just don't, I don't agree with the yeah the rematch again. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but anyway, one of better get a finish this time. That's what it needs to be. Yeah, they talk all that shit. I'm gonna knock him out this time. Knock him the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if they do it, he really does have to put that definitive stamp on it. But um, yep. otherwise he'll get he'll get bashed the whole time. Yep, yep, and they'll just be they'll be talking about running it back for a fourth one. <laughs> be like no, but um, just close the division down. Fuck it. Exactly. Um, but uh, if for those that don't know, I, I wonder if I, I don't even know if we've talked if I talked to you, Connor, about it, but uh. I know I had been I had a maybe a phone conversation with Andy about it or maybe we were texting I don't know but uh, game related conversation I guess we're just gonna move all of that over to Pigeon Boy ad, uh, Adventures on uh, YouTube makes sense uh, and because we could just talk about that stuff while we're playing games and eventually when we're all together it's just gonna make more sense to either play a game together and talk about games or. Uh, just to funnel that all into one thing. That way, MMA fans can listen to Out of the Map podcast and Out of the Map, the name, you know, the map being like a game map. It's conversations out of it, and we like talking about MMA. So, kind of makes sense. <laughs> I feel like it, uh, with us being all together, it's... I mean, it makes, it, yeah, it makes make, perfect sense. Out of the map. Yeah. Outside of the video games. Yeah. So... That's what we're doing from now on. Uh, if you want to look, if you're into our video game conversations, we just got done recording an episode of Pigeon Boy Adventures. That's going up on YouTube. Uh, for audio listeners that are listening to uh, this podcast out of the map, uh, we're still available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Pocket Cast. There's a bunch of options. If you go to outofthemap.net, you can be linked to everything. Um, thank you for watching, listening subscribing, leaving a review. If you do, five stars only because nothing else matters. Uh, does anybody have anything to add? Fuck Kobadiah. <laughs> Him and his alter ego. They both suck. Sign your fucking contract with Tyron Woodley, catch those hands, and cry like a bitch. It's Fuck happening, off. bro. I can't wait, but yeah. It, it's not happening. <laughs> Yeah, Connor's like, it's never happening, bro. It's as bad as Khabib and Tony. They brought that shit up like six times. That ain't happening. Fuck, like... (laughs) 
the day the day they lock in Habib and Tony or Tyron Woodley and Copadia is the day that I'm gonna go spend two hundred dollars in either Powerball or scratch off tickets. And I'm gonna win like a motherfucker <laughs> because whatever whatever day that is is not supposed to happen, and the universe <laughs> is aligned, and everybody needs to do some wild shit because you're gonna get what you want. Like, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, yeah. Do it. Like, go fucking. I uh, can fuck around and win 100, 150 million dollars. Yeah, you might get, uh, walk out into the street, get hit by a postal truck minorly, and then you get a fucking huge payout from the government. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, do uh, my foot. I can still tattoo, and I got two hundred million dollars. Yeah, take a couple, uh, take some risks <laughs> that day if that happens. But anyway, thank you for watching.